0: Okay, so everybody say, I am redeemed, (laughs) and then I am rescued, rescued. I am ransomed, ransomed. and if you are born again, that's what you are, so first, and I, you don't have to put up all these scriptures, but uh, 1 John 3, 8 says, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the evil one. Now, okay, I want to say it again, because I doubt if any of you were even listening. <laughs> well, no, I, but, you know, it's kind of, okay. For this purpose, First John 3, 8, we used to sing it. That's, You know, when you sing something, you know a part. <laughs> For this purpose was Jesus came to the earth, the Son of God manifested That he might destroy the works of the evil one. Well, that tells me that that he's still running around on the earth, and he is. So, what are the works of the devil? A lot of people think they think they're stealing, adultery, murder, lying, cheating, and all that stuff. Those are the works of the flesh. That's the work of your flesh. But the work of the devil is sickness, poverty, and spiritual death. Those three things, and it actually talks about it in, in Deuteronomy. That's what he rescued us from. Yeah. But a lot of people are in poverty, but he rescued us if you're born again. And a lot of people, and me too, including <laughs> healing. You need healing. <laughs> Recently, I've had all these crazy symptoms. And, you know, I was getting concerned because they were, they were inhibiting symptoms to a point to put you in a wheelchair. So, you know, I'm fighting against that. <laughs> Not only with the word, but also with, with natural things that I wasn't taking care of my body. Either. And would you believe one of them is exercise? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and some of the things you eat. Are, they, and, and some of them are healthy things, but they're still causing that inflammation in the body. Okay, so but see poverty, all, poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Yeah. Now you're born again, so you got that one taken care of, right? Most of you in here. Okay, now as a born again believer, then we're redeemed from sickness, but and God doesn't want us sick. No, it does not. So, and sometimes we have a mindset that we have. Uh, we have to have an, <laughs> a bunch of treatments, even from the doctor, in order to get better, and and that's good. Sometimes you do need to start there, and you know I did. That's that's wise too. Except that, and man, I found a good doctor in town, <laughs> <laughs> who said he said okay. Well, th- there's there's something was high, but he said. I understand you're at your age. If it's been high like that, and I see your record, he said, "There's no use taking that drug, and I don't care if you take it." And I went wow. because I said I'm not a person who takes dr- a lot of drugs. <laughs> and then, yeah, just just little, you know. He's very conforming to that, and I'm I'm glad because natural stuff does it better. But anyway, um, okay, so. With God, there is no past. With God, there is no past, there's no present, and there's no future. God is a now God. You know what? And and I, you know what? There's a couple scriptures that I, there's probably a lot more, but Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, Therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire, when you Pray, yeah. believe that you receive them. Right. Not when you see them necessarily, but when you pray, believe that you receive them. Yes. And see, that's a now God yes. and you'll have them. Uh, yes. Why? Because his word is true and it's forever settled in heaven. But but the, the symptoms that you see are temporary. Yes. Yes, are. Right. Okay. And, and another one uh, was Hebrews 11.1. 1 now faith now isn't some kind of adjective it's it means right now now faith and you don't have faith unless you have it right now is the substance or the evidence or the title deed you get a title deed to your car so you got evidence <laughs> you got it but the word of god which that's how you get faith is the evidence Right now, all right, all right, all right. and it's the confidence I of the mean. things. <laughs> okay, not now faith not. is the evidence of things not se- seen. Wait a minute, I'm not oh, saying that it right. It's because I got all. I said all that stuff. <laughs> I know it by heart. <laughs> now, ev- now faith is the substance of things okay. not seen, okay. and the evidence of things we hope for. Yeah. See, you got to if you never hope for something, yeah. you gotta have hope first. Yeah. Hope right. is a blueprint, yeah. Yeah. and if you never even hope for it, how can you have faith for it? Right. Seriously, right. but sickness and disease—it's fu- it's full of the Word of God is full full of those things. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the Word it's full that you can be healed. Yeah. Yeah. But remember this: God is a now God, and with God there is no time. Yeah. You know what? Now with God is just like 50 million years from now. It's all now. All right. It's going to be now then. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, <That's right. laughs> I know. I don't know, <laughs> You can You our little pea brains can't comprehend it, but that's true. So, <laughs> see, it is that's that's hard to see because we've been programmed to operate in time. Hurry up! Hurry up! Oh, we got to get there. Oh, you know. But it's, but it's truth. But if we believe we can operate in faith, because faith is now, faith is really the word of God. That's where you get at least the faith that you need. And the word of God is a done deal. This word is a done deal. And everything God promised in his word is done. Right? It's a fact. It's the oldest book in the world. So we we can we can activate and acquire those promises that in this word actually they're facts. Yes, they are. They're already done. They're done right. the fight's over. in our lives yeah. by entering, and we can okay. We enter into our promised land by faith. And I'm gonna show you something in the Old Testament, yeah. and that'll make more sense. Okay. So according to God's word, we are healed. Come on. Amen. Isn't that something? Yeah. Yep. I know, you believe it. <laughs> and every time he comes up, he gets healed. <laughs> now, we, and it's not that we're going to be healed. No, see, right. even in Nancy DeFran's, that, that daily bread, yeah. and it's all about healing, yeah. it says not, why would you check your body to see if you're healed? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. that's a biggie. See, the healing's already done by Jesus on the cross. In fact, it was before the foundations of the world. Isaiah saw it in a vision. In Isaiah 53. Okay, so we are healed, not we're going to be healed. That is what faith is. See, it's kind of it's like a title deed. So somebody dies and they live in another state. I say this all the time. And they either gave you a piece of property or maybe they gave you a really nice vehicle and they willed it to you, but it's in another state. And but you see the title deed. And that title deed is the proof. Right? That you got it. This whoop This is the title deed to your healing but you've got to get in it and see the healing scriptures. He already did it on the cross. Healing isn't even a promise. It's a fact. Healing is a fact. It really is. And what the enemy doesn't want you to know is that that words back up anything that happens to us. Words are the things that make everything happen. Words govern the planet. And, you, and really, words govern your life. Words govern your, words govern your health. Words govern your finances. I'll tell you what, I was in so much pain, and I'm saying something that I experienced because, I mean, I'd, oh, I was saying, God, what, what should I do? What should I do? I, I got to keep going on, you know? And oh. anyway, uh, he's helping me out. <laughs> And it's a combination of word too, and not taking care of your body, (laughs) looking at all your vitamins saying I don't want to take you, you're too many, too many vitamins. (laughs) I'm taking them. (laughs) Even took it before I got here. Some of them. (laughs) Okay, so go to numbers 13. You can put this up though. Numbers 13, verse 1, and you can go in there into your Bible if you want, or it'll be up there. Here, here. Yep. This right here. Right here. verse 1 actually and 2 uh, this part put in the King James the Lord spake to Moses saying send men up to the Canaan land what's the next three words okay. which I give. give. He already gave it to him. And you know, if you look, if you start reading from Genesis, there's. I bet you that's probably the 20th time he said it. I started noticing it when when I was going through the, the whole Bible. And I've said this before, but he says, I give you the land of Canaan. Okay, so then they get there, all right, and go to verse twenty-five and look what they said. Put up verse twenty-five. Okay, and they returned from searching the land after forty days, and they they went and came to Moses, and you know all the congregation did. And they brought back word to the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him. And they said, we came to a land where you sent us. And surely it flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit. And obviously they said the grapes were so huge they had to carry them on two men's shoulders. <laughs> Nevertheless, the people are strong that dwell in that land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak. And Anak means giants. Ah, okay, wait. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites, do you know that Hittites now represent the word Hittite? Hey, wake up. The spirit of fear. Come Come on. And the Jebusites represent of uh, heaviness and depression. Mm-hmm. And these were giants in that land, and Jesus overcame them. Amen. The Amorites is a, a spirit of slander and gossip, of thoughts of discord and division against other people. Uh-huh. Woo-hoo. That's, those words actually mean that. They were, those were those giants in that land. And see, we are still trying to come against or doing those. Or they're affecting us. Right? Okay. It said, uh, and the, the Canaanites dwell by the sea and the coast of Jordan. <laughs> okay. Oh, but my diagnosis. Same thing. thing. Me. My diagnosis, severe arthritis, osteoporosis to a point. Now, this is what they wrote on there. Sure. To a point where if you're not careful, you'll break a bone if you fall. Yeah. You're going to have a fracture. Yep. You know? No. Um, what uh, and, it, and it was here, 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 and here. <laughs> okay, so I'm talking about it because it really <gasps> set me back. and and, you know I just keep standing here (laughs) and um, uh, I am telling you this, that I was saying, doing the same thing that they were doing in numbers but I was just, I had a bad report and before, you know, even when I had cancer I held it down and never said a word to anybody and asked the Lord what to do, he said get rid of it but see, this hurt and I've been limping (laughs) And the reason I'm not now is because I'm exercising. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm taking was some stretch, <laughs> and and some and some also some uh, D3 and stuff like that. With, yeah, yeah. with, you know you know start doing what you're supposed to do, Jackie. Yeah. On, Eat right. <laughs> but that's the same thing. It is. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to make this real, yes. right. and I'm putting myself in jeopardy doing it. <laughs> Okay, so you gotta quit talking about that stuff. <laughs> about you know what? But I mean, I, the reason and my reasoning was this: I need help, <laughs> like I never needed before. And I, I'm one who doesn't show that that much that I need help because I'm such a was so, and and so I thought. But I've got to tell them because <laughs> I need help. <laughs> like we went to uh, to uh, uh, Niagara Falls. <laughs> I need help, I can't go and they helped me, you know. They were trying to make it easy because it hurt to walk. <laughs> okay, but Then I started to realize, you're talking about this too much, Jackie. This is the same thing God's showing me. You're doing the same thing. You're talking about the giants in your life. And the more you talk about it, the more your body hears you, the more it gets in you. And this is true. Psychiatrists and people who don't even read the Bible will tell you the same thing. The more you talk about something, the more stimulated you get or angry you get about it. You get angry about it. The more you think about it, renewing your mind. You think about, well, the way he treated me or the way she treated me and the way they did this to me and that to me. The more you do that, the angrier you get, and it gets to be a bitter root in your spirit. And the demons start to take, okay, okay. So you do something, and you do have to tell certain people, I need a little bit of help, <laughs> like I've never needed before. <laughs> See, even when I got back there today, I started, I was just telling them how many... Whoops. Whoa. <laughs> you got excited. Okay, this was at physical therapy. Anyway. I was just saying, she started me out with 30, <laughs> like, bridges. <laughs> But she knew, I used to be an exercise instructor, so I knew how to do them real good. And then put a strap around here, and then when I got up to the bridge, she made me go like this, and keep my rear end up, and then finally get it down, and do. She waited 15, and then she let me rest, and then did another 15. And another 15 of this, and 15, and 30, 30, 60, 90, 100, 20, 150, and whatever it was, okay. <laughs> but it actually felt better. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. That what I'm trying, yeah. so I got back there, though, this morning, and then I was with Lisa talking to Lazy and Mark, and then I got a cramp <laughs> right up here. And I had a, but I, but I then I thought, you're going to walk up here. Exactly. You got to fight some of this stuff, too. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm not trying to go. I, this is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we can do the same thing. These things become giants yeah. in our life because they'll stop you and inhibit you. Now I, I'm not expected to say all this. Okay. And, okay, that's what they said. Now, when you got porn again... You receive the power of God, the life of God, the word of God, the authority of God, angelic assistance, right? And when you receive all that, your problem should become an opportunity. (laughs) In fact, let's just say that. My problems can become an opportunity. See, so problems can bring you into anxiety. Been there. So I know what people are going through. Stress. Fear. Fear you're not going to be able to keep going on. Or sitting I'm not going to sit in a wheelchair. I'm not going to succumb to that or bring you, you know, <laughs> to a place of what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You do say that. You say, what am I going to do? You got one diagnosed like that. What am I going to See, no, no. Look what an opportunity you've been given Amen. to overcome. Amen. And so it's time to believe the word of God. And you know, I, I believe it. You think I do. <laughs> I'm not one that, I'm pastor. Are you kidding? <laughs> No, we're human beings just in a different position. Okay, your, your problem, though, is an opportunity to prove to the world that God is great. And God is powerful and God is real. See, the word is forever, isn't it? It's everlasting. <laughs> it's forever settled in heaven. One of my favorite, heaven and earth are going to pass away. But the word, this word will never pass away. Hebrews 4.12, the mascot scripture for this church. The word is alive. It's powerful and it's sharper than a two-edged sword. See, and, he is, and it says he exalts the word of God even above his name. We can say the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. But you know what? He exalts the word above his name. And so the word itself said, with God, all things are possible. You know what, there's another scripture that says all things are possible to him who believes the word. Now, see, and if all things are possible with God, then we shouldn't have a problem. Now, Luke one thirty-seven, one of my favorite scriptures. For with God, nothing is ever impossible and no word from god is without power Amen. or impossible of fulfillment Amen. in fact once you say you have a problem your spirit picks it up and you got a problem hey, that's, that's what i was talking about yep, and you know proverbs 18:21 death and life are in the power of the tongue Death and life aren't in the power of God or in the power of the devil. They're in the power of your own tongue, especially when you know what I know. (laughs) And if you call your problem an opportunity, all all the creative juices of the word of God begin to flow out of you. (laughs) Because it's a truth. I went, yeah, yeah, what's better with you? (laughs) See, when you speak negative words, you put your mind in a negative flow. And when you you say positive things, even though the situation looks negative, you overcome evil with good. I tell you, Kelly Culpin's daughter was what? She was 16, 14, something like that at Christmas, and she had spinal meningitis, and several teenagers in Dallas, Texas had it, and they were dying. And it was Christmas Eve, and they couldn't figure out why she didn't come down to open her presents on Christmas morning. And she had such a high fever, she was in a delirious. And then the doctor said, he said, she will not make it. And her, her mother said, I refuse to fear. I refuse. I will look at what the word says. I mean, she didn't say that, but she was saying it to the devil. And she lived. She's a missionary. <laughs> now she's grown up. Anyway. Do you remember, okay, some of you, (laughs) Shambach, You don't have any problem. All you need is faith in God. That's the way. (laughs) Uh, I might have to skip this because I, okay. Uh, Jesus, Jesus had issues, too, when he was on the earth. Lazarus, Jesus was told, the one you love is sick unto death. Come quickly. Now, what would you do? Would you be a people pleaser? All my life, I've kind of been that way. I'm kind of quitting it now. (laughs) People pleaser or get alone and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's why I lived so long. It took me that long to figure out what you 20 and 30-year-olds know and 40-year-olds know. (laughs) That's what I always say. Okay, so, you know, are, are you going to be a people pleaser or get alone and hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? In fact, Jesus waited two more days. <laughs> and when he got, the, Martha then said, guilt trip, she put on him. If you would have been here, he would not have died. I'm starting to need a Kleenex. <laughs> when I start preaching, my nose starts to trip. Anyway, so thank you. Okay. So Jesus said, no, he's going to rise again. And she said, well, sure. He's going to rise in the resurrection. No, he said, and you know what Jesus said to her? And this is kind of significant. I am the resurrection. (laughs) Words, those were big words. Okay, and when you put the word on your sickness and disease and your problem, if it's poverty, whatever. Light and life and manifestations of answers come. You know what? Because he says, attend to my word. Don't attend to all this other stuff. Attend to it. You attend to someone who's dying or sick or just in a car accident. You attend to a baby when it's crying or hungry. You need to attend to your word. I do. (laughs) When things happen. Okay. See, the resurrection wasn't a time, it's a person, and Jesus is the word. Do you get what I'm saying? Because that's what we need to do. It's already done. So, and remember this, Jesus traveled with the 12 disciples, and then another 70 who eventually left him, if you didn't know that. But they had their families with them, and they had kids. And Jesus had to feed them. And there were babies crying. And they had to get pampers. No. <laughs> they had to wash clothes like I did. There weren't pampers. When I... <laughs> anyway, so he, just, just think of that. <laughs> and he had to feed them. But you know what? If you know God, <laughs> you know. See, the world has taught us to think problems, right? Yeah. And talk about the problem. And comment on the problem. Comment on the solution. And run to the world for answers. And why don't we tell some good news of the gospel, which is already settled in heaven and heaven and earth will pass away. But this word can't. The word is Jesus. And, and see that could turn around your whole household, get you out of debt and heal your body. Okay. So back to numbers 13, but this time, see here. Okay. So all these there's, there's 12 leaders yep. and only two of them <laughs> are talking about good news and, and all the rest of them, uh-huh. 10 of them, are good. talking about, but there's giants, but this, but that, but yeah. this, but I've got symptoms, but it hurts and I can't get around and it's handicapping me and I'm not getting done as much as I can and I've got to get this stuff done and I can't be in a wheelchair and I'm a little but here comes the leaders with good news. So go to verse 30. And you can put that up there. Now go let's see. Did I write it down? Go to the Amplified. Caleb in fact Caleb was my age or 80 years old when he took the mountain. He took the mountain. He He said bring it on. But Caleb quieted the people before Moses, and he said, No, let's go up there at once and possess it. We're well able to conquer it. God only told us 20 times that he gave us the land. But his fellow scout says, No, we're not able to go up. I'm not able to walk. And I might need a wheelchair, but I got too much pride to use one. (laughs) That's not right either. (laughs) We're not able to go up against the people of Canaan for they're stronger than we are. You know, this thing is is real. This thing is like cancer. (laughs) So they brought the Israelites an evil report of the land which they had scouted out, saying the land through which we went to spy it out. That was the next verse, did I say? She got it up there, 32... A land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people that we saw are men of great stature. There we saw the Nephilim or giants, the sons of Anak, who come from the giants, and we were in our sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. But see, they said it, and they think, you know, think that, and you can get a diagnosis and think you've had it. <laughs> Okay, but now, um, so let's see, do I want to go. But Caleb, see, Caleb said, shh, be quiet. We're well able to do this. And the rest of them said, no, let's put a, our heads in a hole, hide, and forget it. <laughs> no, we're well able to. So... Um, Now, let's go to 14, and we're going to read from 1 through whatever, 10 maybe. And all the congregation cried out with a loud voice, and they wept that night. See, they believed the report of 10 people. That's 80% of your leaders not telling you the truth. That's in here. Not believing in faith. Oh, it's a cult. (laughs) in the Bible for crying out loud. Okay. And all the congregation cried out, do we do this with an evil report? And all that, I made that part up. <laughs> I put it in my Bible. And all the Israelites grumbled and deplored their situation. And they accused Moses and Aaron, whom the whole congregation said, oh, I wish we would have just died in Egypt. I wish we could just go back to the world and, yeah, just be in the world and not worry about all this stuff, standing in faith. Or that we died in the wilderness, and they started to accuse Moses and Aaron. In other words, people will start accusing the pastors. Why, Verse 3, why does the Lord bring us to this land to fall by the huh. You got to trust him. Why did he bring me into this just so I could give all my life for it and die yeah. and be crippled? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Our, I didn't think that though. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Our wives and little ones will be a prey for those giants. Uh-huh. Isn't it better for us to return to the world? Let's just forget this Christianity yeah. stuff. Yeah. Let's yeah. just go to the world. Wow. Back to the world. Brilliant. And they said one to another, let us choose a captain. Let us choose a new pastor. And let us return to the world. <laughs> let us go back where we were slaves. And then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the Israelites. Moses and Aaron and Joshua and Caleb were with them. And Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son, son of Jephunneh, who were among the scouts who had searched the land, You know, they always ripped off their clothes, (laughs) rent their clothes. And they said to the company of Israelites, the land through which we passed as scouts is a good land. Wow. (laughs) And they got big beds there. If we can conquer them, we're going to have big beds. Our feet don't have to hang over the side. (laughs) Now, I don't have any problem with that. If I had to sing a song. (laughs) If the Lord delights in us, if the Lord delights in us and he did delight in them, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us a land flowing with milk and honey. And he promised them over and over Only do not rebel. I put in there first Samuel 15-23. yeah who what does it say? That's right. Rebellion is as of witchcraft. witchcraft. As much as you know is like I was talking about it too much. And I would call that I had to knock it off. Verse 9 Only do not rebel against the Lord. Neither fear the people of the land for they are bread for us. Their defense and the shadow of protection is removed from over them, but the Lord is with us. Yeah. Fear them not. The Lord is my shepherd. If he really is my shepherd and I really and truly make him number one shepherd, I shall not want for healing. I shall not want for money. I shall not want. Honestly, all that stuff, is true. Do I really believe the word? Do I believe this? Yes, I do. We all would say. Yeah, but when the rubber meets the road. <laughs> See, but all the congregation said to stone Joshua and Caleb. Isn't it something with stones? But the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting before all the Israelites. And the Lord said, How long will this people provoke and spurn and despise me? And I put on the side now, too. How long will it be before they actually believe me and my word and trust in and rely on and cling to me when something happens? Uh For all the signs which I performed among them. Ooh, boy. So you see, when you stand in faith, some of the people and some of them are co-Christians, The ones you go to church with, the family, your brothers and sisters in the Lord, they're supposed to get ready, they're gonna come against you. (laughs) Not you I know you're not gonna (laughs) do that. (laughs) Right? See, they're not doing it on purpose, they're operating and saying stuff based on fear. That's another thing. God did not give us the spirit of fear, 2 Timothy 1, 7, but a power, love, and a sound mind. But see, we think we're not in fear, and we are. You know, or see, your hearing starts to go bad. You know, you get older, and you, you did not pay any attention to any of that stuff until now. <laughs> you need know, to think, I got to hear, I got to, you know, I got to do this, I got to, yeah. right now I'm hearing in my ear. <laughs> now that's going to go too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, anybody, you know, tinnitus or tinnitus, however they pronounce it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It has to go. <laughs> see there, but, but see, we operate in fear and in the world system more than we think that we believe this word. And and you know what? You when we operate on faith, other people will see two entirely different things. Exactly. Go to Luke 4. Okay, I'm making good progress. Cuz am not a... Luke 4 um verse 17 17 What did I say? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is. Jesus was was doing. He was in the ministry of helps, and he was in the temple, and he was doing his job. And his job was to read the passage for the day. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, let me go to verse sixteen out of the King James. And Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, in other words, he went to church every Sunday. It was his custom. And he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and his job in the ministry of house was to read. Uh And there was delivered to him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Uh And when he opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel exactly. to the poor. That, does, that means poor knowing. Mostly poor knowing. And when you know the word, you ain't poor no more. <laughs> Bad language. But... Preach the gospel to those who are, do not know what it says. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. This is for all of you, really, if you're born again. To preach deliverance to the captives and the recovery of sight, spiritually and physically, to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. And to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Next verse. That, that is supernatural debt cancellation. Because the acceptable year of the Lord is right now. Amen. We can all be born again. That's what it means. Yes. And, and when, okay, the acceptable year of the Lord, I, I didn't expect it. it. was the year of Jubilee in the Old Testament. It occurred every 50 years. Guess what happened? And this is the same thing. It's, it's called the year of Jubilee. If you look it up in the Greek here, it's and, it, and this, okay. Land was returned, slaves were made free, and debts were canceled. And that is right now, right now. That's what happened. The Old Testament is an example of what we are now, but we're delivered, and it's happened. Oh man, there's so much in here. Uh, and he closed the book, and he gave it to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all of them in the synagogue were fastened. And, and they got mad. You know why? There was always a Messiah's chair up at the altar. And this time he sat in it. And that was like, who oh, blessed for me. That was like doing something horrible that you should be killed for. And he began to say to them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Because he was the Messiah. Yes. Uh, and he said, "Well, the, the next verse says, well, he's just Joseph's son. I babysat with him and changed his dirty diapers. And he said to them, you were surely saved. This proverb, physician, heal yourself. And they did. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum do also here in this country. And you know what? Then it says later on, they tried, okay, verse um, 28. And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath. I'm telling you, that is religion. And it's right now, here. And rose up. They were filled with wrath. And they rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him to the brow of the hill <laughs> whereon their city was built that they might cast him down headlong. They tried to murder him. Yeah. And he passed. He went right through the middle of them and they didn't even see him. Yeah. He turned around went right through them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm... Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's get the gist of all this. You got born again. Thank God for that. But don't let the devil sit on your healing or take your money. Because when you start operating the way Jesus operates, you're, you're going to have problem with religious people. Oh, yes. Why do you think the size of this church is what it is? I hear this stuff. You know, just, just recently... We were a kid of something out. We were doing something out of the goodness of our heart, and that religious spirit t- twisted it and turned it, like we were taking stuff, and we were doing just the opposite. In fact, we were giving giving our life our, and it would like our time and our life and our goods and yeah, and and that the whole thing was twisted, yeah. like we we're gonna steal. Oh, I'm not gonna tell you who, what, what, but anyway. It's just real, and I thought the Lord told me this morning that was a religious spirit. I went, okay, I just forgive them, Lord, and ask them to open their eyes. But I'm glad we did what we did. (laughs) So when you start operating that way, the way Jesus operates, you're going to have a problem. With religious people. But God wants to do some things for us. Because remember in Hebrews it said the Israelites didn't go into the promised land because they didn't mix it with faith. We just read that in numbers. And it's the same thing. Uh, you know what? No, nowhere in the Bible does it say you're going to be healed. It says it's not in the Bible. You are healed. And you got to receive it by faith. Faith believes God's word, yeah. Yeah. and if you said you're going to be healed, you're not in faith. Right. If you say it that way, God is not bound to deliver you because you all that that whole thing is done. Okay, so see, faith operates on a different timetable. It's in the spirit realm, and it's already done. It doesn't operate in this three-dimensional society. See, faith is—it's it, not. Out there, faith is in the spirit realm. And if you're born again, it should be in here. Amen. But faith is given here so you can operate there in the spirit realm. Right. Yeah, heaven on earth. That's exactly what I put. It. I See, okay, uh, everything that heaven already enjoys is ours on this earth. Thy will be done on the earth, the Our Father says, or the Lord's Prayer. It says, the, thy will be done He want, his will is supposed to be done on the earth just like it is in heaven Amen. Yes. there's other scriptures but that's another sermon see faith stops all time because faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not yet seen like a baby in the womb yeah. it's so simple. It's an incredible and that's the same thing like looking in a catalog or Amazon forget the catalog thing now amazon are going online and ordering something and they show you a picture of it on amazon or whatever it is and you and you go oh okay i'll order that you give them their money do you see it not just a picture of it do you see a picture of the baby yeah you can same thing this faith do you see the picture in the word right the promised land's already here <laughs> See, but now you have you have to go get it, and not in your own ability, but by speaking God's word about your situation, and it's filled with it. That's the only way God can get it for you. <laughs> it's like getting when you're born again; you got to say it with your mouth, believe it in your heart. If you just b- believe it in your heart, never say it with your mouth, you're not born again. If you believe that healing is real, but you never speak it out there, yeah. your body doesn't hear it. The devil doesn't hear it because he can't read your mind. Right, so you got to say it. Amen. And your body picks it up and it, it starts, faith starts to work. Amen. Yes. Amen. I got examples of that. Um, okay. The Shunammite woman in the, maybe some, okay, the Shunammite woman, she, she built a place for Elijah, um, and and she uh, a room as he. So you know she honored him, and I'm going to make this fast though. And then uh, Elijah said, "What? What do you want? Is there anything you want? I want to pay you back." Yeah. And she and then she never said anything. But Elijah's servant knew she wanted a child and never had one. And she did have that child, and it was a miracle. Yeah. And um, uh, that child then was nine or eleven years old, and his dad took him out to the field, and he had a sunstroke and died. She had so much faith, the Shunammite woman, yeah. in the Old Testament, <laughs> that all she said, she went to get Elijah, and 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 she put him on a donkey. And she told her servants, I need the donkey, fast, 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 fast. Take, get the man, or go get the man, Elijah. And, and um, so they said, well, we'll send the servant. No, no, I want Elijah. And so she did it herself. She went, she put him on the donkey and the dead body. And, and they said, well, what's wrong, what's wrong? All she could say, it is well with my soul. Yeah. It is well, yeah. 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 Can you imagine your child's dead? And she, this is true. <laughs> and yes. and she, can you imagine one of your kids being dead? And she put him on a donkey. <laughs> and and she had to go ways. And Elijah said, he sent his servant out to meet her. That was it. And she, and, uh, and and she said, I want Elijah. He said, What's wrong? It is well with my soul. Amen. Did then Elijah? She said, He sent his. <laughs> Elijah sent his servant out. Rather, his servant said, she wants you, Elijah, you come out. You guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting this so all right. Yeah, I'm getting excited. And, and so then, Elijah comes out, and he sees the child, and he said, what's the problem? And she said, did you not give me a son? It is well with my soul. With your mind, yeah. she would not say he's dead. That's right. That's right. And Elijah yeah. took him up in a chamber, yeah. and he went he laid on him, yes. and he put breath he in made. his mouth, and he did it yeah. more than one time. I might be getting another story mixed yeah. with it, but yeah. but he came to life. Yeah. Elijah came. I mean, the child came to life. Yeah. Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. See now what she said. It is well with my soul. Could qualify for a lie. But you know what? And when we say that, we're healed, even though all the symptoms are there and the diagnosis is there. And if we could say you're lying, but we're not lying because, you know what? I, I, I remember Romans 4, 3 says, let God be true and every man a liar. I never knew what that meant until, you know, one time, what does that mean, Lord? What does that mean when I first read it? Yeah. Then one time at a prayer meeting, I got revelation of it. I went, oh, yeah, that's good. I what what my one kid was doing, and it wasn't Mark. <laughs> 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 the word is true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lie. Because, yeah. and man, I prayed, man, and I said, you get away from him, devil. And I said, ha ah, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. And, you know, I didn't see it in the... But I, I did see it and didn't see it, like, in my mind's eye. Yep. I could see demons say, stop it, stop it, stop saying that. I was getting to them. And by golly, it worked. <laughs> Amen. But you cannot lie, lie saying what God says. Because his word is eternal forever settled in heaven and he is the word Amen. period so how can you lie right. if he said by his stripes you were healed then you could take it to the bank Amen. You're right. so you know what's happened to our inheritance in the new Testament? the devils turned our speech to negativity and answers of the world i was doing it are we saying we're going to be rich some someday, healed someday? Our children are going to follow someday? You know, I know. See, it will never happen because we're not in agreement with God's and his word. Just like the Israelites thought they couldn't take the promised land and he already said it is yours. You see that? But it was already given to them and this teaching makes religion scorn. So we need to speak, though, the word of God to drive all of this out, like even our symptoms. Have no pity on them. Do what you need to do. Take medicine that you need to take. (laughs) But you say what God says, no matter what it looks like or what you hear. Jesus, our example, and he always spoke the word God gave him. And that's why he had the spirit without measure. Power without measure. <laughs> See the most powerful thing in the world is the word of God. And the word is powerful thing that you that can exist. Okay, Joshua 18:3. <laughs> I wrote it down. I like this scripture. Joshua asked the Israelites, how long are you going to be slack to go and possess the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers has given you? And actually, when Joshua said that, that was way before they went to that land. He said, he gave it to you. And guess what? When we, and I, you probably remember, I said this before. When we were in that old church, that was one of the scriptures God gave me. How long are you going to sit in this building? How long are you going to be slack? You go in and possess the land. Yeah, it doesn't look like we possess the land with the amount of people. But you don't look at that. Because we get prophetic words that we have opened up a portal to heaven when there was none in Fremont. So God can start working in the people. I mean, I was shocked when they even said that, when Nancy Dufresne said that. See, ask yourself, as a church or an individual, how long, as we are the seed of Abraham, are we going to be slacked as going in to possess what God died on the cross for us? He did it. Why did he do all that? Being born again is not all there is to it. There's joy and deliverance and victory and health and wealth and peace. You know what? The enemy deceived us, and he tries to keep the promised land from us, though God has said it's ours. And he's already done it all. Um, i am got to finish this. Anyway, I'm almost done. I really am. Okay, so um, where do I go here? I got so many scriptures on the side and scribbled all of them. <laughs> um, okay, I, okay, I'm okay. i just going to tell you this, and you know this. Isaiah 53, 1, it says, that's where I got it when I had cancer. Uh, whose report do you believe? We've sung that song, and it's in the Bible. <laughs> do you believe the report of the Lord? Or do you believe the report of everything out in the world system? John 12, do Put this up, John twelve, thirty seven. Thank you, John Glory. It's good before that too. Uh, Amplified. Even though. Jesus had done so many miracles right before their eyes. Yet they still didn't trust him. And they failed to believe in him. Is that us? <laughs> I put in my Bible. <laughs> so that what Isaiah the prophet said was fulfilled. Lord, who has believed our report in our message? Isaiah said that in Isaiah 53:1. Whose report do they believe? And to whom has the arm, the power of the Lord, been shown, unveiled, and revealed? Yeah. Okay. Verse thirty-nine. Therefore, they could not believe; they were unable to believe. For Isaiah said, "He has blinded their eyes and hardened, and benumbed, their callous, callous, degenerated hearts." He has made their minds dull. You know why? Because they're refusing to believe it. Somebody called me once on the phone and said, "Why would Jesus do that?" Well, because they're coming against Him all the time. And it's yeah, it's really the de- but see, but to keep them from seeing with their eyes and understanding with their hearts and minds. See, you open the door, you're being rebellious. You know, what about your kid? I don't care what you say. I'm going to do drugs anyway. I'm going. Whatever, I mean, or whatever they're going to say to you. And it's re- they're being rebellious. And so they open the door to the devil. See, they understanding with their hearts and minds and repenting and turning to me to heal them. Isaiah, Isaiah saw this because he saw God's glory and he spoke of him. He had a vision that Jesus died on the cross for us before he created the earth. He already did it. It was done. Isn't that something? But he had a vision of what it was, how bad it was. And in spite of all this, verse 42, many even of the leading men, the authorities and the nobles and the pastors and the Pharisees. But the same thing now. Right now. Believed and trusted in him, but because of the oh no, they believed and trusted, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it because of fear that if they would acknowledge him, they would be expelled from the synagogue. Oh, I could tell you that. That was where I came from. You'd be kicked out. For they loved the approval and the praise and the glory that came from men instead of and more than the glory that comes from God. They valued their credit with men more than their credit with God. And I wrote on the side, Do you, Jackie? But Jesus loudly declared, the one who believes in me does not only believe in and trust in and rely on me, but in believing in me, he believes in him who sent me. Okay, same thing. I'm standing up here. (laughs) You don't believe in me, but if you don't believe what I'm saying, and you don't believe in him because he sent me to say this. Next verse even says, and whoever sees me sees him who sent me. I mean, some of this is we got to shape up. Um, see, it's time to go in and take what belongs to us and quit being slack. And I'll, I'll show you what happened to the Hebrews and then we'll stop. Okay. Go to Hebrews 3, verse 7. This I went up there. This is Hebrews 3 and the chapter next door we used to sing. Yep. <laughs> <thanks>. It's done. <laughs> done. What does that song say? Yeah. Hebrews 3, yep. verse 7. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the amplified. Well, no, King James Version, I wrote it real big because oh, I read the amplifiers, it's take too long. <laughs> Verse 7. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost said, today, right now, if you hear his voice, well, I don't hear his voice. You're hearing his voice right now as I say the word. <laughs> this is his voice. <laughs> and you may hear his voice too. Okay but harden not your hearts as in the provocation and in the Amplified it says in the rebellion of Israel. What we were talking about in Numbers. Harden not your heart as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works for 40 years. But wherefore I was grieved with that generation. And they said, and said, they do always err in their hearts, and they have not known my ways. His ways is his love, his word, and faith. So I swore in my wrath, they will not enter into my rest. They were cut short. And you know what? When you don't believe the word and you're living on this earth, you aren't resting. I wasn't in peace. Oh, my gosh. I'll I tell you what the last... Oh. A few couple of months have been like turmoil for me. And I went, I'm not in peace. And peace is a thing that makes you sicker. Stop it. (laughs) I finally shaped. I mean, I was talking to God. See, you can do that. And he'll still give you or make you anointed on a Sunday because of the people. (laughs) I'm being honest. (laughs) Or he'll cut your life short to 70. That's how long though they lived in the desert. Take heed, in other words, listen. You you. Brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief uh-huh. in departing from the living God and not believing his word. Mm-hmm. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, and how do you do that coming to church? and exhorting each other, lest any of you, you stay away, you become hardened through all that you see out there, and the deceitfulness of sin, for we are, okay, I put a little arrow down there to that, I wrote something out, deceitfulness of sin is a, is a seducing spirit, it sees that you're doing that, and it'll start to seduce you. Yeah. To think things about your circumstances. Remember I said one of those were one of those Hittites and one of those giants in the land. Yeah. Same word, and it means the same thing. About your circumstances, situation, and other people or yourself that are not true. And you believe it, and that's that. Renew your mind. Get rid of that thought. That's not my thought. I've got to know. That's not my thought. And I'm starting to see that. Those aren't my thoughts? Nope. (laughs) You believe it and you act on it. Verse 14. For we are made partakers. When I partake of this water, it went in my body. Am I a partaker of this word? Am I eating the word? For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our faith or confidence steadfast to the end. See, we are partakers. The word Christ means anointing. And you got it. If you're born again, you got Christ living in you. The anointing and the anointed one lives in you. Boy, I tell you, all this is true. Go to Hebrews 4, 4-1. Amplified. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still holds Mm -hmm. and is offered today, let us be afraid to distrust it, the word. Hey, that communism, try to get in here. Lest any of you should think he's come too late and has come short of reaching it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Numbers 23, 19, I put. For indeed we have had the glad tidings the gospel of God proclaimed to us as truly as they the Israelites of old when the good news of deliverance from bondage came to them but the message they heard did not benefit them they didn't go in there because it wasn't mixed with faith (laughs) but there's giants oh they're gonna eat us alive they're gonna get us our kids they're gonna kill us they're gonna do this they're gonna do that no no God already assured them It wasn't mixed with faith, with the leaning of your entire personality. In absolute trust and confidence in his power, in his wisdom, in his goodness by those who heard it. Uh Those people, neither were they united in faith with Joshua and Caleb, who heard and did believe. Uh For we who have believed and relied on God do enter that rest in accordance with his declaration that those who did not believe should not enter his rest. Hey, when I'm not in pain and when I'm healed, I'm one more rest, right? I'm happier. Yeah, you're at peace. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And he said, although his works had been completed and prepared, and waiting for all who would believe from the foundations of the world. Uh-huh. Ha! Yeah. We were healed yeah. before He even created the earth yeah. because He saw what Adam and Eve were going to do. Uh-huh. The word preached did not profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Will you mix the word of God preached today with faith? Will you believe? Amen. 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 So I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's what he gave me. But you know, we've we've got to keep up. Just just you know, keep reading that word. Are you reading at least in the New Testament, like we said, or keeping up with that, too? You know, the, you should read the whole Old I mean, read mostly the New Testament, but the Old Testament also. Mm, gosh, I, I just feel like I'm supposed to lay hands on people, so I can't, I can't pass it up. If you need healing in your body right now or anything, uh, come up here in this little.